0: The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc.
1: Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon, official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code radio20 at bloomberglive.com slash Festival. All right, thanks very much, Brian. Let's talk about Credit Suisse. We did have shares turning briefly positive in a wild day of trading that did see them drop as much as 12% at one point. And this comes after several analysts published notes bolstering Credit Suisse's arguments that the firm does have ample capital and liquidity to weather the current uncertainty and market volatility. So for more on all of this, let's get to Alison Williams, Bloomberg Intelligence Senior Analyst of Global Investment Banks. Alison we have heard from CEO Laura Koerner at Credit Suisse. He's been trying to calm staff, acknowledging that the firm is at a critical moment, though, which did cause a little bit of an unease. Describe for us just how critical this moment is.
0: So, the key issue for Credit Suisse is that it needs to come out with a new strategy to address um, some structural profitability challenges, but I think a lot of the market action in the stock is really tied to sort of the tough market environment that we have. So um, we know something is, is coming. One of the options might be to raise capital. And so obviously it's, it's tough for a stock to study when uh, there could be potential dilution coming. Uh, The other part of the equation is uh, um, action in the CDS for the bank Um, There there was a lot of attention uh, paid to this by by the media, social media, um, parallels um, by some to the global financial crisis, but I think it's a much different environment and a much different situation for the bank. The issue for the bank is really to solve a profitability challenge that the capital uh, buffer is is not as big as, as... Some other banks, but it's adequate. Liquidity um, is is good at the bank. We know that that can change rather quickly. Um, But again, it's really all about sort of the go forward look and what the bank has to do um, to sort of improve the structure, the profitability challenge, and not uh, similar to some of the insolvency issues that we were looking at in the global financial crisis. So so just putting out the memo um, worried some people. So let's talk a little bit about this plan that they come out with. Does it help if it's like really aggressive? Is that what investors are looking for? Or would it be better if it's not so aggressive, implying the problem's not so severe? I think it's, it's going to be, the plan is going to be tough either way, because, um, you know, the issue is that the markets are tough. It's a challenging market for their core businesses. And so um, likely there's going to be required as such a plan is executed. So it's, it's tough to think about what they could say um, in terms of an immediate positive surprise. Uh, the best case scenario could be that they are able to um, raise some ex- external capital um, to, to invest alongside some of their businesses. I think that's what the bank would like to do. However, you know as, as the market is tougher, the value of these businesses, Um, also is at a cyclical low point, Um, and so that that really sort of pressures the options. So, you know, one option is they could raise external capital for the entire bank. That looks less attractive as the the stock keeps going down. The second is to get external capital, but but whoever's providing that capital is also going to want, um, you know, some some reflection for – current valuations, which, which are not great, given where the market is.
1: Yeah, the, the cost of insure credit suites against defaults uh, is now higher than it was during the GFC. And when we saw banks get into these kinds of difficulties during the GFC, the talk was all about contagion risk. Is there any contagion risk here?
0: I think, I think the difference is that in the global financial crisis, it was sort of broadly across banks and some banks worse than others. I think in this particular case, um, you know, for the most part, we have um for example in the u s very strong banks, very strong capital levels, and you know one of the key uh one of the key areas where you can get um i guess counterparty risk is the prime brokerage business that 's a business that can be impacted by sentiment, but they 've largely exited that business um you know they they talked about revenues you know sort of ninety eight percent of the revenues gone from that business, and so that's a business that's more vulnerable. It's a business that they're they're not in, so there's some limiting factor there. I also think that you know, in a, in an environment where all banks, um, people are worried about all banks, the the one bank that, um, you know, sort of has structural challenges, um, can be sort of the less attractive of the lot. And so I think that's that's mm. another thing that you've been seeing. Would, so everyone's is there trading much likelihood, off, and, and they're, they're trading off worse than others. Is there likelihood that they'll speed up the release of this uh, strategy review to avoid three weeks of
1: getting hit by the market?
0: It does uh, seem that that um, – It it does seem that that's a potential, that's something that might help, because Hmm. as we saw, when management issues a comment, it does little to study things. You really need to get uh, sort of more action. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum, powered by Bloomberg.